Welcome to Season 5 of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast with Adina, Brian, Chris, and Steve, the biggest sci-fi podcast in the galaxy. The adventure is just beginning here at the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, and we invite you to come aboard the Starship Tangent. We know you'll enjoy the conversation, the laughter, the banner back and forth, and most of all, friends who love hanging out to talk about all things science fiction. Set your phasers to fun. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast, the show where we have really fun conversations about all things sci-fi. But before I forget, we are part of the Trek Geeks Network where you can find other really cool podcasts like the Sci-Fi Sisters. Today, I want to talk about the maybe sci-fi classic, Explorers. Yes, the one with the dancing alien and a very young Ethan Hawke. To help me out, and discuss this film to see if this actually is a classic are my usual hosts. Adina Mignona. Hey, everybody. Brian Donahue. Hey, Chris. There are three types of people in this world. Those right? who can count and those who can't. That's true. <laughs> That's two people. Ah, I see what you did there. That's a funny. Dad joke <laughs> mode activated. Excellent. And 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 me, Flicker Farkle. Yeah. There he is, Steve <laughs> from California. There we go. <laughs> Awesome. Say that fast three times, Steve. Not at all. <laughs> okay. All right. So now, now I'm still laughing at this joke. You're welcome. But we got to talk explorers. I feel like we have to unpack this movie because this, for the for context of the viewers, is not a movie I've heard about. Really, this was just a movie that happened to be in my VH, VHS collection when I was a kid, and so I threw it on one day fell in love with it and then just watched it periodically, but haven't seen it in maybe 15 years now. So I love it, but it's just, it's not a movie that I've heard people ever discuss before. What are your thoughts about the movie? What is everyone's overall thoughts on, on Explorers 1985? You want to go first, Adina? Please do. I was going to say, if you haven't seen it, just listen to us talk about it and then you can move on with your life. Oh, that's it. Oh, jeez. Okay. I was hoping for a little more enthusiasm. That's, that's hold on, fair. hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. Can, no, I, can I say this? No moonfall. Oh, yeah, no that's moonfall. right. No, no. There is there is only there is there is the and only moonfall. There is no other moonfall. Yes. If there's another moonfall and we find it, heaven help us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find it. Brian? Go ahead. I yeah, sorry, my dog was barking. I put my uh microphone on mute, but Christian, 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 this <laughs> is no moonfall. Thank the Lord above. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Chris. Uh it's uh no Starship Troopers either, if your name is Brian Donahue. Okay. Uh I will watch this film before I watch Starship Troopers again. I'll tell you that right now. But I will say overall. Uh, this is a pretty cheesy film, but it does have some heart. Yeah, I feel like there's heart. It's not all there. It's, this is, I think, a type of Star Trek V for sci-fi lovers. It's mm. got some good things that are that are enjoyable, that are cute, that are charming. But is it a really good sci-fi film? No, but that's okay. I wasn't when I watched the trailer. I was like, okay, there's a reason I haven't heard a whole lot about this film because I think I think also it suffers from there was just too many other really good sci-fi mm. films in the '80s 
that this got lost. And I think this is obviously for a certain targeted audience too. Like yeah, I think of Flight of the, the Navigator mm-hmm. that probably uh, was, I, I assume more popular ET, you know, stuff like that, that just was much better than this film was. But again, now I know. And we'll, I'll talk about the good stuff and some of the funny stuff too, I think about the film. So, all right. And, and Chris, um, you know, when you'd mentioned about watching this, I was really excited. I really was. I was like, I was, wow, explorers. Oh, good choice. Good choice. I think I meant said to you. And then I took off my, like with enemy mind, I took off my rose colored glasses and I put on <laughs> my regular glasses mm-hmm. And I watch this movie, and once again, the memory is better than the film itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, this is this is a real '80s movie. Yeah, this is, that is this for is sure. right up there. And part of its failure at the theater was that it came out the week after Back to the Future came out. Oh, unfortunate! Geez. Yeah, unfortunate. That's... They rushed it in. They were gonna. It says in notes about it that it was supposed to come out in August, but they moved it up sooner because they wanted the summer, and it got just it got she, beaten. Well, the pe- it got beaten to pieces. And that's you know when I saw a- after I watched it, I I read the Wikipedia page on it, and they were talking about right right in the front. It says it was rushed into production. It was never mm-hmm. properly finished, so they stopped editing, which completely validated when I was watching this, I'm like, why it do they just weird. keep having yeah. the, these like shots where they're just a face shot of the kid, a face shot that no one's speaking. They just show the kid, they show the other mm-hmm. kid, show the mm-hmm. other kid. And it's like, why is this even here? What is this going on? And now that I see that they didn't completely edit it, mm-hmm. here's what it looks like when you don't completely. And in fact, if I worked in the industry and someone was trying to cut my budget and tell me, look, you got to cut down your editing time, I would show them this movie and show them why that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I, you know, I, while, again, I was a little harsh, um, I, I do agree with with Ryan. Is there are some good moments. There mm-hmm. is some heart mm-hmm. in the movie. But yes, when you take all those things and then don't really complete the process, yeah. here's what you have. Mm-hmm. It you kind see, of I'm- felt... Oh, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, for me, because I, I feel like I liked it as much as I did when I saw it as a kid. But even as a kid, my issue was like, okay, I liked the first two acts. But then the third act, I feel like, okay, they do a thing. They talk to the aliens. They go home. And that's it. And I'm like, I felt like there was something missing. There wasn't like... Yes, there, yes like, you're absolutely not, right. They yeah. weren't at the lowest points. like Because if you look at like the classic three-act structure, by the third act, you're supposed to be at the lowest point of the of the entire movie. The characters are supposed to be super low, and then they're supposed to come back and succeed. But there wasn't anything for them to yeah. really it, succeed. They with. didn't, right? So, like that low point was, you know, Ethan's character. Was his name was Ben? Ethan's character being very like, disappointed that you know he didn't get the resolution or the answers or something you're looking for. But that's yeah. really not that much of a low, you know. And in they're the, really the, right. Yeah. And the, yeah, and exactly. And they kind of, you know, I found it interesting that they started playing all the clips because what they knew of Earth was all the television and movies, right? Mm-hmm. And that was they cute. started and yeah. why they yeah, and why they a little too long, maybe for me. I felt mm-hmm. like they could have made their point a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they started saying why they didn't come down to Earth themselves and why they had to bring them. 
all the war. You know, they had they had reference to the day the Earth stood still, which we've covered mm-hmm. on this war podcast. We should do how that humans soon. shoot aliens and destroy alien ships, and that's why they didn't. And so there was kind of this moment, this crescendo moment that looked like they were, but they never got back to that. They never. Mm-hmm. There was wasn't really uh well give us time to change or you know let's let's fa- the dad right. comes in and or yeah and they didn't have know. a chance to explain this is movies okay I mean the whole yeah they missed the whole Galaxy Quest bits of hey this isn't reality this is just the this are not the historic files the historic data this is just a movie yeah We've and when the really... dad came in. They were like, it was like the dad was like yelling forever and forever and forever. And also something that should have been like cut way back. It's like, yeah. okay, we, mm. we, you know, we kind of get that this is the dad, you know, we kind of get that. So you get to the point, you know, you get to where it's revealed. The kids understand a little, a little and, sooner. And, and yeah, and it was, and I agree with Chris, I think if I'm here, here, you're right. Chris is the first two acts were okay. Getting us to them actually out in outer space getting mm-hmm. into the alien spacecraft which looked an awful lot like a klingon ship if you ask me mm-hmm. um the without the uh, wings the way the paneling yeah. was and everything yeah oh, um, I gotta look and at that again so uh you know kind of interesting and then they're inside the ship and of course it's the you know it looks like sewers inside the ship you know this very industrial looking <laughs> thing kind of okay 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 and then the whole the whole thing with the brainiac kid and the alien kind of loving on him you know just like weird um well that's where chris no. asked the question cute or cringy but that's so was, another question talk, that's not a, talking about the ends i was talking oh, yeah, about the just him with the girl it's just like is that supposed to be charming was it charming because no. it's funny you say back to the future it's like hey this is there's a parallel it's like okay another some kid creeping on a woman looking through her window. Well, and not, I'm like, not, not, well, oh. not a woman, another girl his age. Another girl. That, that, yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah. yeah. But I would say all through the 80s, especially if you watch like all the John Hughes movies, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all cringy today. I mean, so yeah. to some degree, it's like, yeah, that that is what they did. It's at hard the time. to judge it because it was the, the time. Yeah. Well, and again, yeah. not, that it, not, that it, not that it makes it good, but it was that was the norm. So yeah. watching that kind of a thing in a movie or TV show, like I, I kind of feel like I have this memory of, you know, and not not a memory of this movie in particular, but other movies like, like again, John Hughes movies are a good mm-hmm. thing. Because mm-hmm. like when I watch like Pretty in Pink right now and, and that kind of stuff, it's like, oi, did I like why did I just kind of watch this then and, and not cringe as much? And I think it was just because we were just all kind of like, yeah, this is just this is just it. And just, yeah. yeah. And again, I think the character, the character was, uh, you know, a scientist, inventor, whiz kid who you're you're talking about Wolfgang, River River Phoenix, yeah, 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 River Phoenix, who kind of, you know, nerdy, and uh, so for him that was attention. He, you know, it was I don't know. I I I see kind of what they were trying to go for, but it was just I don't. Like that yeah, part, the, the I, okay, alien I don't, one was fine. I'm not too worried about, yeah. but it's just like, like the Ethan Hawke. What are you guys stuff. talking about then? Like the Ethan, like e- with the Ethan girl from Hawk's class. character, right? Liking the, the what you know mm-hmm. him. Yeah, we gotta get to the bottom yeah. of this. How does he have her picture? Just yeah, to like, pull out of his pocket, right? Carry on your picture. Polaroid from the tree. You took it from the tree one day. 
That's exactly. I'm just, so, I'm just a supposing. I don't right, know. but that's the whole thing is just the way he <laughs> yeah. talks about her. Like I'm gonna get her as my girlfriend, and it's all. Oh Very no, it's cliche. that interaction. No, yeah. Wolfgang with the alien. It's an alien. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That creeped me out. Maybe that's the homeschool side of me. I was, no. No. I. I agree I was, with Brian. I. I don't disagree with you. I mean, to me, the whole bit with with Ben and the and and the girl in in school. I mean, that's that's always but in those types of films, just you know, lamenting the pretty girl and you're the you know the guy that's just another nerd and he's never going to get the girl. I mean, they've done that in you know. Fast time at Ridgemont yeah. High, and and especially Revenge of the Nerds, where the nerds are you know, like they're never going to get the pretty girls. It's just not going to happen. Science. But don't they have weird to, like, science? Thank you. You're absolutely right. So yeah, and these are all '80s movies, so it's expected. Mm -hmm. but, but even the whole those, thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I was going to say, but even in the like '80s movies, like don't the here don't, don't the heroes usually have to prove themselves to be like, hey, like to make it like worthwhile? Like this is how they win over the girl. They do something that's like, oh wow, this is. Something of that, but I felt like there wasn't really Ish. any that is just uh, well. See, that's exactly no? it. Is no well that that's if if you go and again, I think the John Hughes movies are good are good examples of it. No, they're really not doing anything to win over. Like not really. Mm. Well, not he, doing it, and he doesn't really do that in this either. He doesn't well, really so do yeah, win like over the girl. Just, she just ends up getting the the dream sequence at the end. She's part of the the foursome now, or the. Yeah, of, yeah, of them, they're all part of this yeah. now. We know what you mean, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, obviously the best part of this film is its musical score <laughs> by the great Jerry Goldsmith. The score and, I liked a lot. And Chris, if you listen to it, you might have caught caught it this time. Uh, there are hints of some themes in Trek. He's got he's got and hints of his themes from the movie Hoosiers too, like, like as far as the mm -hmm. same instrumentation, mm. um, you can just, if I didn't see the opening credits and hadn't researched all that beforehand, I would have guessed it was a Jerry Goldsmith. Mm -hmm. See, it's interesting because I didn't hear Star Trek stuff, but like there were certain parts where I, I, I got to go back and like, look at the scenes during Independence Day, but there's a couple of scenes when like, when they're in the military base, and mm. the they're like, uh, they're like, can the ship fly? And they power it up for the first time. And they're like, oh, we can go, we can upload the virus. I thought there was a musical cue from that, even though obviously Independence Day is much later. But I'm not sure. I've got to go back and watch. And it, a different that's composer what, too. Yeah, a different composer. Yeah, but, but like, but I mean, I I was pleasantly surprised. It it made me Jerry made me want to watch the whole film just to hear a score, and. Again, I think like the performances by everybody in this film are fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with the performances by any of the actors. Uh, it was fun seeing a really young James Cromwell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, really, this, really, know? really young River Phoenix. That that right. really, really like, young Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it took me a long time to like longer than it should have to realize that that was River Phoenix. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I I missed. The opening credits when I was watching it, I mm -hmm. guess I wasn't paying that much attention. Oh, okay. And um, so I didn't know, but I'm like, so I'm watching this and I'm like, God, this kid looks familiar. This kid looks mm -hmm. familiar. Okay. Yeah. Chris, do you mind if I go back to something you were talking about earlier about the yeah. first, second, and third act? Yeah, to let's me, do one it. One of the biggest problems of this film is in the very first act, we meet the three boys. Mm -hmm. 
You have the dreamer whose mother is like, oh, that's so nice about you in the form of Ben. You've got Wolfgang who lives in this completely dysfunctional house that is bordering on insanity. And he is constantly being bullied by the kids at school. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you've got the last kid who's uh, Darren and he lives in a terrible condition where his father can't have a job. He's a drunk, possibly. And at the end of the film, they don't resolve these issues. The, None they, of it. The, nothing, nothing is resolved. The, he's still going to get bullied. His mom's never going to believe that he actually went in a spaceship. And his dad, will he ever, you know, will he ever have a real life or home with his father who has a girlfriend because his mom is gone? So they didn't resolve that. It was almost like when they ended the film and they have the new sequence with the new schematic that they're given by the aliens – was their intention to be an Explorers 2, where they would have used this new schematic to develop a new system and resolve these issues? But it didn't happen. So we're left with, you know, unresolved issues at the end of the film. And yeah. Well, it made, it cost, what did I read? $25 million to make. It only made $9 million. Thank mm -hmm. you, Back to the Future. I know, mm -hmm. did any other film make any money? Uh with that film coming out. Um, well, so look at the quality. I mean, back to the future was oh, a fantastic film in all well respects. Well-made. Well yeah. So sorry, but back to the future deserved. It's not <laughs> back to the future deserved it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this film. There, there have been other films mm -hmm. though, that are made independently poor quality like not blockbuster quality film filming mm -hmm. but were good enough and got enough at the box office that then they were able to upgrade well um, sure i mean if you think if you think of films like uh what's what's the wildly popular uh dracula books that that came out they they made the first film the anne rice interview with a vampire no um Which more more teen driven Oh, you talking oh, the, um, Twilight? Twilight? Twilight. Jake. That first mm. film was was not top-notch quality. No, it was It was rough. definitely I, cheaper, I I more it. independent. Uh, and I thought, I watched it, so I, there's, I don't understand how this is a worldwide phenomenon. Um, but it did wildly successful. And then the next films were mm -hmm. much more higher quality. Um, well, consider I, this. You said this movie cost $25 million to make. Star Wars was made on a $10 million budget. Aliens was made on the cheap. The Terminator was wow. made on the cheap. But these are quality made movies with mm -hmm. great sets and great special effects. Whereas this great film definitely, and great editing. <laughs> whereas this film definitely looks like it was built in from the leftovers from mm -hmm. a junkyard. Yeah. Much is the theme of the, the film. The word for the day, folks, is editing. 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 But also just story, too. Because you can make like a complete story without having a massive budget. Like maybe like even like with the stuff with the like resolving the issues with the dad, it's like, okay, fine. If you want that to if you want your character to have dad issues or one of them, you should try and resolve some aspect of it. Or if you can't resolve it, Maybe just don't even include that as part of the storyline. Well, I just feel like a lot of that could go right back to the script. 
and then, then of the course, s- editing will help you. Yeah, actually. But then the same thing applies that the alien kids had the same thing. They had parents who didn't understand them, and that was what Joe Dante films and films that are even going back to the fifties, where the teenagers know more than the adults when it comes to the invasion by aliens, Earth versus no, um, the invasion, the invasion of the saucer men and stuff, where the teenagers are all they're cool, they know what's going on, they understand, and the adults are like. What? Even the blob with Steve McQueen. The teenagers know that this is a horrible creature, but the adults are like, so what? I don't care. And this it's kind of the same thing in this theme where the kids are smarter than the adults and the adults have got problems. Except for Ex- the one FBI guy, not FBI, not FBI, sheriff, the, the, the sheriff one sheriff guy. who's like, it's like, okay, that's it. He just goes, ah, those kids, good well, job. You get the and impression that he also got the dreams as a child and he never acted on them. That's that's how I read that kind of into yeah. the film. Is that but and that's it, and that's a Joe Dante favorite is Dick King. He was in Gremlins. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes, he and and Jackie Joseph and that was like a, a tribute to the original film um the Little Shop of Horrors where they both of them appear in that movie. The, the Steve Martin one or the old one? No, the original black and white. <laughs> the original one. Little shop. Little, little shop. Yes. They make a musical out of the probably one of the cheapest made horror films of all time, Little Shop of Horrors. But the Steve Martin film. one is 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 hilarious and great. Yes, with the musical and everything. I love mm-hmm. the Steve Martin one. So I uh, wasn't gonna say because I wanted to pivot a little bit just because sure. Like the like the plausibility. How do we feel about the plausibility that this kid has an, a dream, and I guess it's from the aliens. He draws a circuit. They then the smart guy Wolfgang makes the circuit, attaches it to an Apple computer, and then all of a sudden it creates this bubble that they can control and it can fly and do all these things. How did we feel about that aspect? So I like Is it something the- that you could. I like the dream part, you know, the dream, you know, as a mechanism of communication, you know, we, we've seen that in some other science mm-hmm. fiction to include in, in Star Trek. So that, that part is cool. Uh, the fact that yeah, then he that was able sense. to take his dream and communicate it to his friend, you know, draw it accurately enough to communicate his friend is hard, but not, not a difficult. Um, but now when they start, when Wolfgang started building it and they could not control it, that was where I was starting to have a hard time because the way it was so out of control, it's like, oh my God, they should have almost, they should have accidentally killed themselves. Yes. Like it's, it's, yep. it's, a, it's like five miracles deep that they did not accidentally hurt or kill one, you know, like themselves. So, mm-hmm. I love it. That's so, where actually, I lose it. So <laughs> two things. One, it seemed it was because like the cat, it seemed like for whatever reason, the cat stepping on the things cause all that, which is, Oh, you know, no, you know, right. You're right. The first time they get it. Yeah. The, the, the second, ball, the bullet ball that goes it, flying through. What, they didn't, right. They didn't see yeah. it. It was so, invisible at first. Destroyed a lot of good books, Adina. That must have mm-hmm. made you a very upset. I, I, I know. <laughs> right. So Dill well, yeah. always has the best lines. I love watching movies with her. She always comes up with the funniest things. So the second time. When when Ethan Hawke is like, hey, can I touch that? And Wolfgang's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. She's like, she turned to me, he's like, this is why men die before women because they're doing this kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> like 
<laughs> Absolutely. At what point do you think this is a good idea? It's not like, and she's like, it's not like he tested this for years and sweetie, years and built this. Sweetie, mm-hmm. that's, like, that live wire isn't electrical. Don't worry. Yeah. Let me pick it up yeah, and move it. And okay. It. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. They should have. They should have been killed. The way it was I, going, you know, yeah. that yes. I've got but four you, words you for the, you people. Oh, the yeah, please. Please. I've got four words for you okay. guys. Willing suspension of disbelief. Obviously, hey, it was hard Chris for you asked, guys on this Chris film. asked the question. Chris asked the question, what did we think about believability here? Yeah, yeah. because okay. usually, yeah. because I feel like with movies, yes, you're right, Brian, that they all, like, we're all Trek fans. Of course, we're going to keep saying that word. And you have to be willing to suspend your, you know what I'm Dispel- trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, thank you. But, he but it's just like there's sometimes there's there are times when it's like, is this too far for I you think, to be like? I, yeah. Uh, and I think usually if we feel it's too far, it's because the quality of the storytelling, the character development, mm-hmm. the editing. There it is. The word of the day oh. is editing. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Take a drink. I okay, think uh, that if this would have been. <laughs> If this would have been on the level and quality across the board of a, just because let's they're back to the future, mm-hmm. maybe we would have bought it a little more. If the mm-hmm. aliens looked a little, weren't so cartoonish. Yes. Maybe we would have bought it more. Um, There's a few just, tweaks. This had the makings of something much better. There, yes. I, I think there's a handful of tweaks that could have happened. And, so and, I think... This could be ripe for a modern day remake. That's yes. interesting. I think there's a remake where, and here's how I oh here's how I here's how I would do is it. Is this a challenge? Okay. Yeah. This is this is Let's do sure. It. Why not? Okay. Here's how I do it. So the aliens are sending out messages, and the kid picks it up on his computer, not in his brain while he's sleeping, because now kids these days are, you know, so back in 1985, only the Wolfgangs had computers, you know, not every kid had one. Now, every kid has one. So the messages are getting picked up by the kid's computer in some way, shape, or form. And so, yes, one of the kids, at least out of the group, were like, hey, we can build this. Let's build it. Let's, let's, this looks like schematics. Let's see what happens if we build it. So, yes, they build it. But then, right, do that part in a way where it doesn't look like it's going to kill them, right? You know, like if they mess up, you know, and I think mm-hmm. they could, you could easily do that. And then, so yeah, let the, them construct some kind of funky, you know, steal the person's like broken down car or whatever to make something to and get, you know, encapsulated, still go into space, drop the whole crush on the girl thing. Cause that's completely, you don't need that. It does not help anything and whatever. And so, yeah, you have them go meet aliens, but then when they're out there meeting the aliens and yes, the aliens can still be, kids that and they're not revealing their kids it's fine but then have just a little something extra happen up there mm-hmm. and there's like dozens of things you could do mm-hmm. and you could still have the parents come out and and reveal and be like wait a second dude but then that gets part of what resolves and then they come back and yeah totally oh th- yeah. there could be a re- <laughs> remake of this okay I, done i think and- i think one of the charming i want to focus on a positive thing for just a minute please okay one of the charming parts of this film that made me smile was Dick Miller's character, uh, Charlie Drake. He was the helicopter pilot. Mm-hmm. Oh. When he's chasing him around, <laughs> you know, he's trying to find the secret to the UFO and everything because he saw it and everything. When he's chasing him and then he sees the ship go up 
and then he like go get him or whatever he says you know mm-hmm. like i forget the exact line yeah uh, or look at you son or you know like mm-hmm. like he became excited about the adventure that whole scene was well done mm-hmm. and had the charm factor and the adventure and i gotta say jerry goldsmith's uh, he tried real hard to make this a better film than it actually was. If if I'm telling you guys, without his music, this film would be way worse. Brian, um, he, he adds some energy to it that it needed. Brian, yo, I wrote those same things down in my notes. Just what you, you said. That his character was okay. Any one of us. Are, could be those kids in that movie because mm-hmm. we've all looked up to the sky and thought i mean when i was a kid in the 60s we'd watch we'd see satellites going across the sky as we would camp out and we thought that they were aliens we were hoping that maybe somehow we could get contacted by aliens so the dream <laughs> of this film is really it's it's it, there's it's at its core of hoping and dreaming and it happening and you're right the character of the sheriff he represented the adults who still had that same feeling. And we're now the adults who I mm-hmm. think we had that same speak feeling. For because, yourself. Huh? huh? <laughs> said, speak for yourself. Yo, you don't have the dream, Adina? No, 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 no. Oh, Calling oh, yourself okay. an adult. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Adult. Word on me. Well, we are legally adults. Okay. We are over the, Fine. you know, we're, we're past the Fine. drinking age. We're past the voting age. Fine. But we're still kids at heart and we still. Yes feel like if this we had that opportunity we'd go for it you know we'd want it sure. yeah and so that's yeah. the charm of this film it's it's but it's kind of wasted on the youth you know it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 not the you know he didn't be able to go along with them maybe he's the chaperone or something you know that he yeah it just feels like again like a good storyline like a cool character i love that idea there's a cop out there sheriff who has always wondered his whole life and now he's actually seeing it happen but they just like he they go he goes oh that's cool they go up and then you don't see him again it's yeah, like he, yeah. he's something if you're gonna have a character like that they have to either make them part of the whole movie mm-hmm. or have them come back in the third <clears throat> act for something crucial yeah um, where he but, finds the kids at the end and he says what happened tell me I I gotta know I've always wanted to be what you're doing what did you do yeah. I mean the fact that the thing sinks in the in the um, lagoon, which is the same lagoon from, uh, I believe, Jaws. But anyway, it's at the Universal Studios backlot. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't even get back to finding out from them what happened, since he's the only one that knows what really happened. I, you know, he should have been flying in the sky, not the girlfriend or fake girlfriend. You know, he should have been up there with those guys. Um, yeah, no, but uh, you know, it did did have some charm uh Mm -hmm. there were moments i mean i thought they captured the adventure and ethan hawk just like come on guys think about it over and over think about it you know yeah like like there 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 are some moments in this film i love the dog i love how they calm down the dog by giving him chewing gum and he loves (laughs) yeah (laughs) no the cat is a humorous i love uh wolfgang's family uh weird as they were and the kid yeah, in the mask dad running around with an oxygen mask oh, on his geez. nose or something yeah. <laughs> what was he saying bomb. where's the bug bomb the, the, the yes. bug bomb or something yeah. yes yeah. yes uh yeah. yeah well the other thing i thought was really cute was that they named their ship thunder road 
yeah. after the Bruce Springsteen song. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna I want to shout out to Jesse Jackson, who I know sometimes listens to our show. He has a podcast called Set Lusting Bruce, which is a Bruce Springsteen fan podcast. Okay. I was I was a guest on it. Um I was a guest on it twice. And even though I'm not like the hugest Bruce Springsteen fan, but ever since then, I can't think of Thunder Road. Or any Bruce yeah. without thinking mm-hmm. about about Jesse yeah. and his podcast. So I thought that another, was super cute. Uh, another guy from New Jersey, proud of it. Yes. <laughs> nice. I I just you know I, again this is uh, there are other films I will not watch ever again. This one because I have kids. Oh. If it yeah. comes up, I might let them watch it. Because, again, I, I don't like films that, where the kids are highlighted and they just make the parents look like idiots. Uh, I just, I just, uh, this film did a better job than other 80s films mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. at treating the parents with respect. You know, as a parent, you, you're concerned with these things, right? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, again, Starship Troopers, nope. Mm-mm. The no other moonfall? one, I can't remember. No moonfall, nope. Um, but this one I might with my kids. But thinking of Brian. That could no, be. So no, 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 no. I watched this in like three part <laughs> in like three evening over three evenings. Wow. Um, yeah. So Frank kind of started out watching it with me. My older son started out watching with me, and my younger son finished watching it. Okay. Me. You know, I was surprised it took so long to get to the aliens. Yeah. But when we got there, I was like, please go back to it was much better before the aliens. Well, and the Um, spaceship, once again, you have this giant spaceship for two alien children. And the whole thing is designed like like Dr. Seuss had made it. It's there's smoke. (laughs) There's great passageways. It's almost like they're, you know, they're the amusement yeah, I yeah. mean, it was like. Did that ever yeah, get spi- explained? I don't remember. Nope. No, no, I thought it was like for like the yeah. it was like spider. disinfecting them or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which I guess oh. is like a deep cut if you think back to War of the Worlds because they keep mentioning it, but well, or mention where they were talking about germs. You know, they don't come down yeah. to Earth because of germs. Yeah, that's yes. true. Which is like a world. Oh, okay, world. that makes yeah. thanks yeah. for closing that circle for me, guys. You're but the you're right. Yeah, it's I didn't like, get it till just now either. But what was the <laughs> like? It just really like was that necessary? Was that did it contribute to the story? Well, it made you think like, oh my God, they're going to be a, a you know at a little peril Mysterious. that this thing is coming at yeah. them. What's it going to do? What's it going to happen to them? It does mm-hmm. nothing. It just sniffs them and touches and, them. And and, and and I loved the. Uh, we're really going where no man has gone before. Yeah. Ethan yeah. Hawke yeah. quote, you know, like mm-hmm. there is there, a nod there. There's well, there are a lot maybe. of, and a lot of mentions of things, you know, you, you saw the daily earth should still, which we talked about on a prior episode, mm-hmm. but also they referenced forbidden planet. Very, they just said yep. the, the yep. movie mm-hmm. name forbidden planet once, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a lot of those little, which of course, if you are a science fiction fan, that's cute. That's really, you cute. know, you know, what was great about what I loved a scene in this film too, is Ethan Hawke is he's watching, uh, one of the alien attacks or type movies. I can't remember which one it was. War of the Worlds, Where, I think. No, That's no, like no. The, it was oh. it was uh, Robert Picardo as the oh bad star guy or killer. Star killer. I, yeah. I did not Which, catch that till the till the end credits. Can we? Right. Yeah. So so I loved Ethan Hawke watching that. His eyes. That was a really good acting job in that scene because his he was totally enthralled, and that's how I remember watching Star Trek. 
the next generation in particular, but also the original. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I remember watching Forbidden Planet for the first time. Uh, and so for me, that was like, that might be one of the most charming uh, scenes in the movie for me. Cause it just, it made me go, Oh wow. He's really, he gets science fiction. He's enthralled by it. He's a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And he's you also know? tolerant of a poorly made science fiction films like Star Killer, right? With the, mm-hmm. the it's really sync, great. The out of sync vocal, the the cheap sets, the cheap effects, the the you know the the bimbo girl that's in it, <laughs> and he looks like he's from uh, from uh, Flash Gordon of the nineteen eighties. Yeah, you know, it was more exactly. like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was cute. To, and they're at the drive-in, which is you know again another. Joe Dante, Steven Spielberg era from the 1980s where you're living in suburbia and everything is great. And you just go to the drive-in with your best girl and you watch the worst film you could possibly find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, did I, you I had... really watch it though? <laughs> hey. Anyways, moving right along. I wasn't, I, that was that took a minute. before I'm my sorry. time. That took, that took a minute <laughs> was, that's why you took her to the worst film you could find, right? That's right. Let me, let me put my arm around you, honey. Not this that is I a scary know. scene, okay? Right. Not that I know anything <gasps> about that. Never. never, drive never. Different no, no. generation. I know. Different generation. Mm-hmm. I was going to uh, say anyway, my favorite where thing. Where do we go from there? I'm sorry, Chris. All I should say is, uh, so my favorite, the thing that always stood out to me, and I'm like, this still mm. actually holds up and holds my interest is all the dream stuff with the circuit board. Like that stuff I thought was really cool. And like when he's flying over and you're seeing the little pieces being added. What that is always, that? What movie did that remind you of? What Tron. Disney movie? Tron. Did, yes. Tron. Uh, absolutely. It, absolutely. Never, and it was the I've same ever... type of effects. Wait, are you about to say you've never seen Tron? No, of course not. I would never say such a thing. Well, I guess well, the point it, is wait, at some point we're going to have to talk on. about Tron. truth matic yeah. Chris, have you really have you seen the movie, the original not. Tron? No. Okay. We're gonna have confession to do that one time. time. We haven't done confession time in a long time. Oh yeah. my gosh, really? And you're gonna say, how could you have not seen? It? I'll say, I've just never watched the movie. Well, again, well, and and, yeah. and I'll say, yeah, you were born years after the original Tron came yeah. out, so I'm not. But not still, too it is a sci-fi classic. But it I'll is see, yes. my yeah. my experience, not my experience with Tron, my. Whenever I think of Tron, I always think about how Tron 2 came out in 2010 and people hated it. Yes. And it just like bombed. Yep. I actually want to go and give Tron, like classic Tron. No, you have to. The original original is so good because they took computer graphics and it's just a remarkable film. It really is. The the quality of the the special effects in that are just. Did they make a third Tron? I don't I know about that. Don't know. I will look. I guess I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to disagree. I didn't think the second Tron film was all that bad. I just remember like just being around when like, like I just remember hearing about it and people being disappointed. Yeah, I don't think I don't it was a success at the box office, but yeah, like I don't know if it's one of those where it's like well, they went back and they like you know they brought back good. Um, Iron, Lloyd, Iron. oh God, the actors. Yeah, Bridges. Yeah, left Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Uh, they brought Jeff back Jeff Bridges, and it it wasn't. It really didn't work. He was trapped in the machine. They finally find him, but it didn't have the character that David um, Warner brought to the original one as the evil yeah. leader. You know, they did make. I think they made. It's called Tron Legacy. So I think Tron they did Legacy. make a third that one. That is the sequel. No, that's, that's the second the one. 
That's okay. the sequel. But okay. then there's Tron Uprising, which was a TV series. Oh, oh, I don't remember okay. that. I don't know about that one. Uh, that was 19, on... one season, 19 episodes in... I'm having a hard time locating the year, uh, 2012, 2013 time frame. Oh. So it was after the, the Tron Legacy. Was sequel. it like okay. a sci-fi channel series? Disney. A sound Disney. 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 Boy, I don't I don't remember that one at all. No, I, I, I guess maybe I, yeah. I didn't want to watch it because after seeing oh, it looks like Tron it Legacy. Animated because it's saying mm. voices of. Oh, so all the characters okay. are voices of, but listen to voices of Elijah Wood. Mm. Bruce Boxleitner, which is the original film. Mm -hmm. He's from the original movie. Mandy Moore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Paul Rubens and Mm. other people that I don't really know, but someone. But the point is, is yeah, uh, it had mm. some star power to voicing it. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to see a (laughs) okay, if you really want to see a good movie about being in a video game, Wreck It Ralph. Watch Wreck-It oh, Ralph. Yes, Wreck-It Ralph, yes. really good. Wreck-It Ralph yes. does it so well, so yes. good, so much fun. Yep. It's that's the movie you want to see. Love that movie. Yep. So and one even of the, the nice sequel was good too. Yeah. So is this how we all feel about Explorers? That it's much more fun to talk about Tron. I feel like this episode <laughs> yes. should be called Explorers. Let's talk about Tron instead. But yes, <laughs> but we are comparing, also, contrasting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It yes. made me remember. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I can't remember if I've seen this movie before or not. There were times I was watching this movie and I'm like, this looks familiar. And then there are times you're like, this does not look familiar. So I, I might have seen this, you know, might not have. I have no idea. But it did remind me of a couple other movies that mm-hmm. in future episodes I want us to talk about. Can you know, the last Starfighter be one of them? Because that, that was, was one of them. Which one? I've been yeah. wanting to watch that for a long time. The last Starfighter. The last Starfighter is great. Oh we my god! So I think it's what? actually good. Oh, like with I, the music man in years it. Ago. He's, a, he, he's the music man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So very good. Oh my god! The other one. I'll right tell you here, guys after City. we're done. That's right. Yeah, I'll tell you guys after we're done. I don't want to tell our audience the other one that I have. I have planned. Because I'm excited okay. because it was another the other one that I planned. It was one that I watched a bunch of times when I was maybe like in seventh or eighth grade or eighth, eighth grade or something like that. It was really cute. And I loved it at the time. And you all will find out why later. OK. And I will mention Good. another film. It's not fair about, to our listeners. OK. I know. There's another film much better than <laughs> sorry, this about, about kids in school who encounter an alien who turns out to be a child. And they save the world. I bring you the great animated film, Chicken Little. <laughs> Have you ever oh. seen Chicken Little? I love oh, Chicken Little. Oh, my God. Chicken Little is fantastic movie. I think I've seen it, but I'm I don't remember the run. alien. You said, like, oh, wait, yeah, I don't remember yeah. being an alien. Chicken Run is popping No, no, head. there's an alien that's that's Chicken inadvertently run. left behind by his parents as he they uh, they leave and they have to they encounter with him they have to protect him it's it's really one of those mm. great little adorable films chicken run i went to the theater to watch chicken run chris chicken, oh, chicken run. run that was cute yeah. the new one chicken run's great the new one no the one that had mel gibson as the main character voicing See? the oh, main so that character was the, the, the original See, the, one yeah. Our discussion We've of explorers. explorers. No, wow. but it's it's allowed us we, to say what else is out there that's in the same 
theme is this movie? We're exploring. Did it? We're, We're exploring ex- the opportunities. <laughs> We're explorers. I, yes. I here's what I I, I want to thank our friend Christian Fox for introducing this movie to us because now I have another Jerry Goldsmith album I can look up on Spotify <laughs> and enjoy. So thank you, Chris, from the bottom of and my heart. Yeah, you can listen to it without watching the movie. So you're good. That's right. Yeah, that's no, right. And and I do I do want to say like like again, there are plenty of other films that are way worse than this one even. So this is uh, to me this is kind of one of those middle of the road sci-fi films. Mm-hmm. A good attempt like like it's unfortunately they didn't go all the way or they rushed it to get it out in the summer um and they didn't do a good job editing it all that stuff. The word of the day is editing. Um, editing. I just drink everyone take a drink. I just <laughs> I just I think that I, I I wish the film was better. Because yeah. I think it has great potential to have mm-hmm. been charming all the way through and much more memorable than it actually is. So, And there's another little note on Wikipedia, another little note about Wikipedia. The original director of this film was going to be Wolfgang Peterson. However, oh he wanted to make it in Germany. The production company said, nein, we're not going to let you do that. So... They brought in Joe Dante, and what did Wolfgang D- Peterson do with his spare time? Made Enemy Mine. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Which it's I think was much stronger. Circle. You're right, it's Chris. The circle of films and it. I'm sorry. But you know, it makes <laughs> you I think I think that's worth discussing for at least a second or two is sure. Directors matter. And yes, they do. Would another yes. would would Wolfgang Peterson said we're not rushing this and not editing this all the like we need to make sure we edit this well. well remember, he so was we got a shot to fix to, enemy mine, right? So yes. so I wonder, and and I know sometimes studios take over and they you know there may not be much of a choice in the long run, but I just I feel like a, a good director, the right director, can make a difference in. How they can a push film back. feels, yeah, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think when you look at the films that Wolfgang Peterson directed versus the films that Joe Dante directed, no disrespect to either filmmaker, but I think you got to say Peterson has more films that are cr- true classics. Yes, um, and. So, and, and I, you know, I don't know if, I I don't know, maybe there are filmmakers out there, Chris, you can tell us this one day, uh, there might be filmmakers out there that are looking to make classics. There's filmmakers out there just wanting to tell stories, just, you know, um, and they have their niches. And so Joe Dante definitely has a type of film that he makes. Um, if you look at his sheet of movies, Mm -hmm. um, that, are Joe Dante-esque films. Same thing for Peterson. For Spielberg. Same things mm-hmm. for, you know, any put any director in there. They've all got a style and flair. Some mm-hmm. are more um, eclectic than others or diverse than other others. But, you know, I, I think they've all got kind of their way and their style, and it shows through the films. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think if you have a strong director, you can, it's, yeah, I think you can, like, definitely, it, 
he probably would have made improvements, even if it wasn't to the script. He could have maybe taken different different takes and edited things slightly better. Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting to see. And again, Do one to any... me, one of the most. I'm sorry, Chris, because we kind of touched on it, but I feel like I was most disappointed by the fact that they spent a few minutes talking about Earth's destructive nature. And even though it was in film, really, it was, they were trying to say, yeah, we kill a lot of stuff, you know? Um, that's how we resolve stuff, you know? Like, like I think they were trying to make, some, have some sort of message there, but it just fell so flat. Like, there again, mm -hmm. it was yeah. another part of the film where they didn't, they went there for a second, then backed right off and never went back, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just like they did their thing. They went on this adventure. They came home and that was it. There was no like yeah. their lives aren't any different. They're still miserable. They're still doing badly at school. I shouldn't say they're all miserable, but you know, there's not. Yeah. I think we could go on and on for about like why it doesn't feel complete. And that's, um, that's the resolution that was never, as and, I mentioned I was, earlier, the third rack did not yeah. solve the problems of the first act. I want the Adina slash big sci-fi remake of this. Well, you're in charge of making films. Yes, I'll, I'll hey. write the new script. Okay, and you film go. It. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll collaborate. Can, oh, can, so I, can, can I play? Can I play character. the sheriff, the old sheriff yeah. who yes. who always dreams of having gone in a spaceship? Only yeah. I get to this time. Okay, I get to <laughs> yeah. go as well. Oh, and sorry, sorry. One last thing we have to mention. Oh, we did already talk about Robert Picardo. But yes. the mm -hmm. sheriff, who's the, I can't remember the name, yes, the, the Dick name Miller. of the actor. Yes, mm -hmm. I know Miller, where you're going. Go there, Also please. DS9. Yes! Uh, past tense. <laughs> past he plays tense, the, one and two. I, one and two, yes. Yeah, I the, can't that, remember. He was the police officer. What was the Yeah, he was. He was, he was a law enforcement Like a police guy. officer, right? Yeah. Yep. Great, great role in that two-part DS. One of my mm -hmm. favorite I need to watch that two-part episode of Do Space Nine yeah, again. It's, it's been a way too long good. since I watched it. I watched that over and over when it first came mm -hmm. out. Recorded it on VHS, sat there with the remote control, Chris, took out a pot, stopped recording at the commercials. I could watch that thing commercial-free for about five years. Wore oh, out the you, VHS you took out tape. commercials. That was, yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't My old tapes have commercials. I, I want to find them because I miss some of those old classic 90s Let's be clever. I don't know. They're just they were they were fun. <laughs> I love commercials. <laughs> Are there any other final thoughts before we wrap it up? I do. I I uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Uh, <laughs> his, his music was phenomenal. I just I just want to say Come for the movie. Enjoy the music is what Brian say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Look up the watch the trailer for the movie and then just listen to the album. Mm-hmm. I think you're good. Yeah. Now we've covered all. I mean, I, all the things I wrote in my final thoughts have been covered in our discussion. Brad, lack of a sequel, Chicken Little being better. Um, no, we don't need a sequel. No, yeah. this doesn't. No, we don't want a sequel. We want a remake, not a okay. sequel. Okay. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. I, I'm I'm all for that. Let's let's contact Mr. Spielberg, Stevie. <laughs> hey, guy. Um, you know, let's let's revisit. You like to revisit? Just redid the color purple. How about redoing Explorers? I'll with see. A, with a Steven Spielberg directed the color the the musical color purple. 
the new How one? Did I miss that? No, I don't think he did the new one, but I mean, he, oh, he was executive original? producer on it, but oh, he okay, did gotcha. direct the original film. The I original didn't color know that for film. some reason. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot him a text and we'll, we'll report back in a few mm-hmm. weeks. If he gets back to me, Chris, I had fun talking about this film. Thank you. Thank for... you. I'm, mm-hmm. This was fun. It's funny because when I like asked for your opinions, the way you're like, Chris, and you're like, you all started off saying, Chris, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why do I feel nervous? I didn't make this movie. <laughs> I'm not involved in it, but I had like the, I'm on a, a competition show and the, 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 uh, the judge is like, all right, well, Christian, you got to give you effort and a for effort because you tried really hard. I think I think this time. Yeah, I think part of it is just the moonfall syndrome. You you're trying to avoid another moonfall, but you didn't. No, you didn't. This this movie is cute and has heart. This movie is cute. Moonfall, I still argue, is a solid like five and a half, six. But that's a whole other discussion. Five and a half out of six or out of ten? Wait a minute. Out of a (laughs) hundred. Yes, out of a hundred, not out of ten, please. <laughs> oh, we had so... this discussion already. Yeah. On the, we had we had a whole episode of how they defaced my my shuttle, the end, the endeavor in that film. How dare they write the words they did on it? How, how dare they? Indeed, how dare yo. they? Oh my goodness! But what I will say is, thank you, everyone, for another great discussion. We had a lot of tangents this time. We discussed a lot of other movies other than Explorers, which I love because I think you have to. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, again, definitely check this movie out. Maybe just watch the trailer. Go listen to the to the score. And I think you'll have a good time. Um, just remember to stay safe. Watch some really good sci-fi. And please, please don't knock down a kid's pile of books for no reason. And on that note, see you next time. <laughs>